listening to the Unfree Parents Podcast, episode 011. Your scene to chat about parenting, life, and of course, Umphrey's McGee. I'm your host, Sarah Jahiniak, successful event planner, mom of three, wife, and total Umphrey. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Umphrey Parents Podcast. I'm super grateful that you are here spending your time listening to me talk about Umphreys. Um, If you are a new listener, welcome. Very happy to have you here. In this week's episode, we will cover any new Umphreys McGee news, go over the four shows the band played from August 9th to the 12th, as well as an on-this-day discussion from the August 21st, 2013 show at the Crossroads KC in Kansas City, Missouri, This show was only one set because they opened for STS-9, so we'll play the entire thing at the end of this episode. All right, so recently announced was three 30DB shows happening in the Northeast next month and in October. If you don't know, 30DB is Brendan's side project with Jeff Austin, formerly of Yonder Mountain String Band, and now he has his own band. The duo will be playing two sets each night, September 7th in New York City at City Winery, and Boston, September 8th, also at City Winery, and another to be announced on October 23rd. All of the information can be found at citywinery.com, and I will put a link in the show notes for that so you can check out all of the information. I've seen 30DB only one time at summer camp in 2010. They're playing this little tiny stage outside of the barn, the red barn where they have the late nights. And it was just, it was so awesome. And I know people that have been at their recent shows that they played earlier in the year. And there's so much witty banter and jokes and just a lot of fun. So if you have the opportunity to check out 30DB, I highly recommend that. Okay, so let's dive in. On Thursday, August 9th, the band played in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Kane's Ballroom. They have played at that venue a total of 10 times, first time being way back in 2014. This show opened with the North Route into a short little five-minute while it's worth, and then Phil's fucking strikes again. Seriously, they are just fucking killing this song lately. And this one is no exception. This 19-minute version is fucking straight fire. And Andy and Chris seriously love how amazing they are. You know, Chris gets a ton of love, but, you know, Andy just fucking throws it down. And I feel like people maybe forget that or maybe they don't realize, you know, what's going on back there. But the two of them really really shine in this version. Um, I've added this one to my 2018 Hall of Fame list as well. And honestly, it's going to be very hard to pick my favorite one from this year when it comes time to do that, because there's so many fucking amazing versions of that song this year. Um, Next, they go into Loose Ends and Jake totally slays it at the end of this tune before they go right back into the big lyrical finish. Then going right into uh, Tribute to the Spinal Shaft, which seriously, I, all the different kinds of jams inside of it. And it gets a little weird and spacey toward the end. Um, but I can definitely hear Jake getting ready for the Bob O'Reilly cover coming later to close out the first set. Honestly, I thought that they were just going to go right into it there. 
Um, but instead they go into a really intense sociable Jimmy, um, which I love that tune too. Um, and then close out the first set with the who classic Bob O'Reilly. The second set opens with Domino Theory, which I will admit I do not really like this song lyrically, but the way they jam this song, I'm totally in love with it. Um, it seriously is a total jam vehicle. There's been times when I will be at a show and they play it. And honestly, I've forgotten which song we started out with because it went on such a different journey all of its own before coming back to the vocal part at the end. Remind me a tune that I'm also totally in love with. Um, the lyrics just totally speak to me, but I love how this tune is just, the music is just really feel good and kind of, you know, feels like summertime and being outside and, you know, just kind of enjoying life and your friends. Um, I love how this song jams out again in its own unique way. This one being dark and really grimy before going into sex metal. And I'm not a metal girl at all, but I honestly love how heavy and dirty this part of the song really gets. Miss Tinkles gets really dancey and funky with a little wannabe starting something jam during Bayless's solo. And then going back into the end of Tinkles before going right into Conduit, Brendan mentions it being the 10-year anniversary of Waffle's first show. Apparently, they asked him to learn eight songs, and Bayless doesn't remember totally um, because he was fucked up and remembers only singing two songs and hanging Waffle out to dry, but apparently he rolled with the punches and has stuck it out for the past 10 years, and I know that all of us fans, as well as everybody in the Umphreys camp is very grateful that he has uh, crucial taunts and then deeper with a really sexy jam, then going into a total rock show and then giving Joel some time to solo before going into another really sexy and soulful jam, going back into a rock song. I really love this one and also included this on my 2018 Hall of Fame list. Deeper doesn't skip a beat and goes right into the Carl Engelman tune, Party and Peeps. Such a fun tune to end the second set with and always a great jam in this one. Honestly, probably one of my favorite ones, the buildup in this song, and then they just explode into the ending part with Brendan and Jake. This is part of the reason why I named my event planning business Party and Peeps events. I wanted to have something that sounded fun, and I know that this song always makes me want to dance and have a good time. So I wanted to convey that in my business name as well. Uh, this whole show comes to an end with a one-song encore, Pay the Snucka, with a really sick robot-sounding jam, and Jake closes out with an absolute shred fest before the rest of the band joins in to completely rock the fuck out of the end of this show. Um, I'll be sure to put a link to the set list for this show as well as where you can listen to the show on Nugs Yourself. And I will also put a link to Waffle's first show as well in the show notes so that you guys can take a listen to that too. Second stop on this four run stop was August 10th in St. Louis at the Chesterfield Amphitheater as part of the Major Rager. This has been going on for five years in Georgia as part of the Masters Golf Tournament and they wanted to eventually have music at each of the major golf championships during the summer. So this year there were shows in Georgia, as well as the Hamptons and St. Louis. 
This Umphrey show coincided with the PGA Championship at nearby Belrive Country Club. <laughs> Hopefully I said that right. Umphrey's has also played the major rager in, I believe, 2015, 2016, and 2017. Um, not totally right about 2015. I looked it up, but I'm not totally sure. Um, there is mention of the rain throughout different parts of the show, but there was no rain during the Umphrey set. This show opens with similar skin, going right into cut off, and then going right back into similar skin. A nice little sandwich to get the night started. Speak Up, another really great tune with a jam that has Stasic getting really funky and then bringing the whole band in to finish the jam. In the Black, also a fantastic song that I'm so glad they got studio treatment and it's getting played more and more. 1348, which has a very whimsical, beautiful, almost romantic, uplifting jam at about the five minute mark before taking it into a full band, The Wait Around, which I know I have recently mentioned that I really love when they play this tune as a full band. Um, it's just really, really beautiful, even if the meaning of the lyrics is not supposed to be, but the music is just beautiful. Going into Miami Virtue, leaving that 1348 unfinished for now, this Miami Virtue has a very eclectic jam in it, getting a little weird, but then I feel it goes into an almost police-esque sort of a jam in it, and then goes into a totally and completely different kind of type of jam, and then into the floor, which is always a very commanding and powerful way to end a set. The second set opens with Front Porch, that also goes right into resolution seamlessly and features a jam that takes the song on its own way and then brings it back to the end and then goes back into an almost 14-minute front porch conclusion with a soulful piano jam led by Joel in the beginning of the transition. This second part of the song, especially the beginning with Joel, is just seriously so, so beautiful. I honestly cannot stop listening to it. Then it builds up, and I honestly just love when Jake plays his guitar like that at the end, and then they slide right into the end of Front Porch and jam the shit out of the end of this song. I did add this second half of Front Porch to my 2018 Hall of Fame list. Then they start to play the beginning of Front Porch again with Bayless saying, oh, fuck it, before going into Believe the Lie, a song that has not been played since June 30th, 2017 at Red Rocks, and its version here was most certainly worth the wait. This is easily my favorite song to watch Brendan and Jake play off of each other. Honestly, every time that I hear this song, I just have a vision in my head of what it looks like. And I'm sure that there are plenty of people listening that know exactly what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter, which, as I mentioned in past episodes, I love how the song has really come along since it officially became its own song, which, according to All Things Umphreys, happened in January of this year at the Pittsburgh show. That is just a really great tune and a little Bayla solo and Andy getting some solo time in too. And a funky ass Stasic breakdown and then bringing the jam all back together. And then right into the end of that 1348 that was unfinished in the first set. Mail package with a serious sick ass jam. A great way to close out the second set. A cover of the Floyd song, Comfortably Numb, to close out the whole show. Which if you are a regular listener, you know exactly how I feel about this song or them covering any Floyd, specifically Jake's guitar playing. I will actually put a link to episode four where I nerd all about that. So you'll be able to check that out and listen to all that. 
And also, I will put a link to this concert and the set list in the show notes so that you can check it out more closely. Okay. Stop number three, August 11th at the Farm Bureau Insurance Lawn at White River in Indianapolis, Indiana. Bayless's birthday celebration. Stasek started the birthday celebration off by wearing a black v-neck saying, Old Like Joel, and a hand pointing in Brendan's direction. That shirt was actually made by a guy and his wife in my um, Freak Parents Facebook group named Ryan. He and his wife owned that business called Face Melt Vinyl. They make all sorts of Umphreys-inspired shirts, and you can find them on Facebook. Um, I'll be sure to put a link to their page in the show notes so you can check them out for yourself. Very amazing people. They are very, very awesome, and they are actually going to be working on some T-shirts for the podcast, which is very exciting. So make sure that you uh, watch out for that. My husband's, my youngest, and I made the eight-hour car ride to be at this show because we knew that we did not want to miss Bayless's birthday celebration and that definitely proved to be the right choice. I also did want to mention that there was also a joke going on where people in the crowd and even everyone on stage except for Chris was getting in on the joke on Bayless um, wearing the black v-necks. My husband and my editor and his entire crew all got in on the joke too. Pretty funny to see pictures of people just all in their black v-necks. Um, This show opens with The Silent Type, which is my youngest favorite song, so he was pretty stoked about hearing it first. Um, I actually posted a video of him dancing on my Twitter. If you're not following the show on there, definitely you should do that. Um, We are Umfreak Parents, and I will put all the information about where you can find all all of us on social media in there so you can follow us or contact me if you ever feel you need to. Um, Anyway, the jam in this silent type is so good, and I'm so glad that they started jamming this song out more and more. Half Delayed, another tune where I just love Jake's guitar tone at the end. Fussy Dutchman with a beautiful and romantic jam, and Brendan's solo towards the end is just really amazing. Bad Friday, which I know some don't like or may have heard it a bunch recently, but this version is really, really good. I mean... I really like this song anyway, but the jam is so good in this one. And definitely, in my opinion, Hall of Fame 2018 worthy. You and You Alone, Bayless mentions about his son Jackson crying when he heard the song, saying he missed his daddy. So sweet to hear stories like that. And a reminder that these guys are so, so much more than just rock stars. Throughout the evening, Bayless's two boys would come out on stage a few more times even one of them yelling rock and roll Indianapolis in the microphone at one point in the evening. And I know the other crew members had family in attendance too, showing once again that family is so, so huge to everyone in the Umphreys McGee camp. Bayless makes a joke about slowing it down after you and you alone before going into puppet string. This one has a sick spacey jam and it will go unfinished, but only to go into the Beatles cover, Mean Mr. Mustard, Paul Thing Pam, and She Came In Through the Bathroom Window, these tunes, which have not been played since Umbol 4 at the Park West, April 26, 2013. It's crazy to think back that far. And I actually remember it being one of the first live concert streams that I ever watched. I like that Brendan takes a song to sing, Jake takes one, and then Joel with She Came In Through the Bathroom Window. I'm a huge Beatles fan, so whenever they cover a Beatles song, I'm super happy about it. And I honestly assumed we'd be getting one, and you know, at least one Beatles cover because it was Brendan's birthday. 
um, Wappy Sprayberry, which always proves to be a dance party, and then right into the end of that puppet string to end the first set of this show. The second set is where the Bayless birthday party really begins. The band comes out to start playing, and Brendan starts to play the beginning of Divisions, and the band does not come along with, but instead leaves him hanging and goes into Birthday by the Beatles, another one that has been on the shelf for a while, last played on April 18th in 2009 at the Morris Performing Arts Center in South Bend. This song, only played 11 times, has always been played in honor of a crew member's birthday, but this is the first time that it has been played for a band member's birthday. Shout out to Jimmy Rogers for that random fact. Bayless shows off some of his dance moves with his boys during his band, bandmate singing birthday. I'll be sure to post the link to the video so you can watch it yourself. It's pretty funny, and honestly, I'm impressed that Bayless was able to hop over his foot and land because if that was me, I would have totally face-planted on the stage and completely embarrassed myself. So <laughs> kudos to him for pulling that off and not falling. They finally do go into Divisions with a dedication beginning to anyone who has anything to do with South Bend. And of course, you know, half of the crowd just erupts, which is so awesome. This 14-minute version is actually unfinished, but still definitely gets jammed the fuck out before going to, into a whimsical jam with some finger tapping from Jake and Joel taking the song out with beautiful piano and moving the song along right into Make It Right. Another one that... The lyrics seriously just speak to me, and Jake just kills the end of this song. Then they go into this seriously amazing, just fucking mind-blowing, big light, bright lights, big city, but only jammed the beginning, and Stasic seriously made the entire fucking place just shake with his bass line. Like, serious, the ground was just bumping so hard. This jam was just absolutely out of this world, and the entire crowd was so into it. You really need to listen to it to get the full effect of it. The lights, too, like Waffle, was just absolutely amazing. This one is for sure on my 2018 Hall of Fame list. Just, just wow. If you don't listen to anything else from these four shows, seriously listen to this Bright Lights jam. You will not be disappointed. They move right along into Maybe Someday, which has proved to really make its own, have its own amazing jam. Hurt Bird Bath, which is always a very rock-heavy tune anyway, and the jam in this one definitely is as well. Joel's sound in this tune is, as my husband calls it, the theme for ancient aliens with his moog at one point, and then goes back into the rock tune. Before going into a cover of the Bob Marley song, Lively Up Yourself, Brendan mentions that he has been doing this for half of his life now. He started this whole thing when he was 21. That's just really crazy to think of in terms of time, but it's very, very awesome. I was actually at the show the last time that this Marley song was played. It, it was January 29th, 2017 in Rochester, New York, during the short Jakeless run in the Northeast when he was sick with the flu. It was interesting to hear the version on Saturday and then compare it to the version where Jake was not there. They're both really great. Bayless really stands his his own in the version from January 2017, but you can't deny how sexy Jake's guitar sound is in this cover. I actually, um, I'll put a link to that version from January 2017 um, in the show notes as well, so you can listen and see what you think. Then they go to an into an always 
dancey as shit, Den. I'm sorry, but there's seriously no way that you can listen to that song and not want to get up and dance. I just love that song. Just one of those that when you're listening to it and you're in the moment of the song, everything in the world just seems totally right. Um, the always goosebump-inducing end of Divisions comes out to close the second set. The show encores with an always fan favorite all in time. This one does have a really heavy jam at one point and then goes into an uplifting jam and then coming back to the lyrics and then slows down to the part that certainly it just hits me every time. Between Jake's guitar and the lyrics that Brendan sings, it's hard not to get a little misty-eyed and emotional in the moment. I'm not a church person, but the end of this song ter- certainly turns me into one. But music, of course, being my religion. Seriously, I'm just like hands up, swaying, and just really feeling it. <laughs> I don't even care. No shame. Honestly, this was just an awesome way to end Bayless's 42nd birthday celebration. I am very grateful that we made the trek and explored a new city and went to this show. Not only was it awesome to celebrate with Bayless, but to also see friends that I never get to see because they live in the Midwest and I live on the East Coast and to meet people that I talk to in various capacities on social media and to meet them for the first time. Seriously, I know I've said this before, but the only thing that could possibly be better than the music is the community. You know, I'm extremely blessed to have met so many amazing people because of Umphreys. Seriously, such a beautiful thing. Really, it is. Um, I will be sure to put a link to this show as well as the show notes. I will be sure to put a link to this show as well as the set list in the show notes so that you can check it out. Okay, so stop number four, Sunday, August 12th at the Avondale Brewing Company in Birmingham, Alabama. This show opens with August, a tune that they have not opened a show with since 9909, almost like nine years ago, 930 shows. The last one was at the Varsity Theater in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's a pretty insane amount of shows um, for that to have not opened one before. That's pretty crazy to me. And shout out again to Jimmy Rogers for that absolutely random and awesome fact. And if you are not following him on Twitter, I don't know if I already mentioned this, but if you are not following him on Twitter, you really should be. Um, I will make sure to put all of his information in the show notes because he is always a wealth of Umphrey's knowledge. And if you did not know, I have a really great interview with him in episode two. So I will put a link for that as well so you can listen to that. It's it's really, really awesome. So you definitely want to give that a listen. Um, I love when they play August so much and the Bela solo at the end. It's just so beautiful. Um, next, Day Nurse. Uh, the Lanier. I really love how heavy the jam gets at the end of this. Mantis, dedicated to the guys from Spafford that have been on the road with them for the past four shows. This version is unfinished for now and goes into Draconaon. I hate saying that word because I always say it wrong, so don't hate me. <laughs> um, this song is seriously just so awesome. Just, it's such a musical adventure with that song. It takes so many different avenues. So eclectic. Every single version is so different. I love it. And I love how after all of that, Bayless comes in with his lyrics and 
those are probably like my favorite kind of Umphreys tunes. They're just so different. And then you find this little nugget of, you know, lyrics from Bayless that are just absolutely amazing. Um, then they go into Forks, um, a tune that they've only played 22 times in the past uh, seven years. I think I remember somebody mentioning um, about them not liking to play it live, but I don't remember exactly why. I like the lyrics, and Jake's guitar is really play. You know, his playing is really stellar at the end. My youngest totally loves to get down to this tune too. He'll crouch down when the song like breaks down, and they're just singing, and then just explode up and start jumping and dancing around when Jake's just shredding at the end. The cutest thing ever, seriously. <laughs> um, next, a debut cover of the Doobie Gray tune drift away with past american idol contestant and local musician taylor hicks hicks also got in on the black v-neck joke from the night before coming out wearing one when he was coming to sing um he also sat in with the band in 2015 and 2016 and this beautiful cover i'm sure everybody that was there was you know really feeling the feels from it um, it was definitely beautiful. Um, this one um, ends the first set. Second set kicks off with Ringo with a really nasty jam that starts out about mm, five or six minute mark with Chris just breaking it all down and then the whole band coming back in to jam it out before going back to the lyrics to finish the tune. Cemetery Walk, the end of this, about six minutes in just listen to it trust me it's just just trust me going right into cemetery walk two with bayless on keys with joel we all know that the versions of this song are a total dance party but this version is just fucking killer just straight fire and then with that cemetery walk before it and i love how this the whole song Comes to a nice little close with Joel just playing the piano. I just, I love that so much. Both of these I've added to my 2018 Hall of Fame list. Two by two gets kind of dark. And I kind of imagine like walking through the forest at one point, like in my mind listening to this. Uh, maybe about like halfway way the point, the jam, it comes back around to an entirely different tune. They just kind of let it drop off this one. Um, before Bridgeless, Bayless mentions about the day before his bandmates tricked him um, with the Division's fake out. So he says that he hopes that they don't fuck him this time. But they don't, and they go into Bridgeless. And uh, I know I've said this before, my favorite tune. I have the lyrics, you'll be reminded of why you're here. Cross my back. And this one, like a lot of the times that it's played, goes unfinished for now and instead goes into Seasons. Really love the lyrics on this one. Honestly, I feel like it applies to so many different stages of your life. And it goes right into the beautiful end of Mantis to close the second set. Before the encore starts, Jake introduces all the members of the band. And when it comes time for Bayless to introduce Jake, he mentions that he does the best Mick Jagger impression in the band. And I will be honest, I did have a pretty funny visual of Jake doing his impression. <laughs> Um, and honestly, I feel like 
it would probably be pretty spot on. <laughs> um, the encore starts with Kimball, another song that really gives me all the feels. And I always think, again, of <laughs> Jimmy Rogers. Now when I hear that song, just a beautiful story of how music can heal and move you. So please check out episode two if you haven't listened to it because it's absolutely beautiful. Um, Kimball is one of my favorite tunes to drive around with the windows down on a beautiful day and just kind of enjoy life and kind of soak it all in. I love the almost Queen-esque sound of this song, very rock opera sounding, and it's so powerful after Joel's little piano solo. They build it way up to go into the end of that bridge list. The dueling guitars between Brendan and Jake at the end of this song is just honestly so beautiful to me. It's like I will stand, just stand at a show like when they do that and just watch because I love to just watch them play off of each other. It's just absolutely my favorite thing ever. <laughs> um, they really rock the shit out of the end of this bridge list to end the entire show on like a super high energy note. I will put a link to the set list and where you can listen to this show in the show notes so you can check it all out. So our on this day discussion, 8-21-13 at the Crossroads KC in Kansas City, Missouri. The band has played at the venue a total of eight times, most recently being August 31st, 2017. This show is one set because they were opening for STS-9, but it being only one set did not stop this show from being, in my opinion, just amazing. This in the kitchen, well wishers in the kitchen. Holy shit! I was honestly dancing in my kitchen at like 7:30 in the morning the first time when I was listening to this. This made me fall in love with well wishers, a song that I was not really into before. And when I looked into it further, thanks to All Things Umphreys, I've never seen it live, and they've only played it 45 times. The last time was on July 22nd, 2017, in Indianapolis at the place where they just played. Um, Bayless's birthday. Then into this really nasty mail package. The more and more I dive into Umphrey's music, I really, really am loving this song. Then an equally as nasty dump city with this jam and finger tapping from Jake, just so sick. And at one point it gets all spacey and Star Wars sounding a little bit. Example one is really sick too. Love Joel's little keyboard jam in there. This fills too, just Damn, a nice little Stasic breakdown and Joel coming in with some 1980s synth going on. This version is definitely fire. Syncopated. I mean, come on. This one is always an amazing musical odyssey as well. This one gets really dark and grimy and then Jake gets really romantic before going back into the lyrics. Come Closer, which is honestly one of my favorite mashups. Um, I'm not a Nine Inch Nails fan, but as I mentioned before, I'm a huge Beatles fan, so maybe that's the reason. Um, but I don't know. I do like these two songs together. Pay the Snucka, Chris really gets everybody excited, and I'm pretty sure that's Jake rapping at the beginning. I'm going to guess, pretty sure. Um, some more amazing fucking finger tapping from Jake at the end of Snucka here. And I just love to watch him when he's doing that. Like, seriously, just stand there and, and watch the amazingness happen. Um, then everyone comes raging in to rock the fuck out of the end of this tune with Joel just seriously killing it. Um, you're definitely going to want to listen to this whole show. 
I love finding these random ones that I never would have seriously thought to look for or even listen to. This random Wednesday night show is really, really amazing. Something I don't know if you know, but on all things Umphreys, if you look up a show, some of them have reviews. And if you make an account, then you can even leave one of your own. And if you don't have an All Things Umphreys account, you definitely need one because you can track your shows and your stats, and it's a really amazing site. Um, the review written for this show is really great and definitely worth the, re- the read. I will put a link to the set list to this show from All Things Umphreys, and then you'll be able to navigate the site from there and make your own account if you don't have one. You can also find out like friends, stats, and stuff. It's really cool. So if you haven't been on there to check it out, definitely do. Um, yeah, so the entire show, we're going to play it right now.
How's everyone doing out there tonight? Thank you guys so much for coming out. Let's have a great time.
but we might be going inside. Today that package better come on, oh, 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 yeah.
That was a song called Dump City, and that happens to be Chris Mitchell's favorite song. And back there, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Mitchell on the sound. Could you turn around and say, fuck you, Chris? Three, two, one. Oh, bask in that.
Kansas City, how's everybody doing tonight? It's great to see so many of y'all out here. We got STS9 coming up pretty soon after us, and uh, I'm sure you guys know we're both going to Mexico this December, and we hope some of you guys will join us too.
Thank you guys so much. We have time for one more. And then STSN will be up very soon.
How you guys doing out there? Excellent. Thank you guys so much for coming. We really appreciate that.
Thank <laughs> you. 